Welcome to Baseball Explained. Today, I'm going to make a special bonus episode where I rank each team in their divisional standings. What we're going to do is we're just going to go through the American League and the East, the Central, and the West, and we're going to do the same for the National League. I'm going to do this based on the players that they've signed, how they how well they did last year, and what players they might have coming up through the minor leagues. Right now, I'm going to start with the American League East, starting with the Tampa Bay Rays. They got to the World Series last year, and they, although they didn't win it, they did get close, losing in six games. They're a very good team, and although the Yankees are going to be good next year, they're not going to be able to beat the Rays. Second is the Yankees. They're a very good team with a lot of money to spend, although they weren't able to get any great free agents this year besides DJ LeMahieu, who they re-signed. They are a very good team. Next is the Toronto Blue Jays, who are a very good young team with lots of good players like Craig Biggio and or Kevin Biggio, who's the son of Craig Biggio, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Next is going to be the Boston Red Sox. They did some to improve their team this year, but they haven't done enough to be able to move up in the divisional standings. Next is the Baltimore Orioles, who are probably going to be last for many more years to come. That's the AL East. Moving on to the AL Central, the next team that's going to win the AL Central is going to be the Twins. They've won it for the past few years, and they're definitely the best team in the division. Although the White Sox are young and a good team, the Twins just have too many good players to lose to the White Sox. Next, of course, is the Chicago White Sox, who have a very good young team and did sign some good free agents this offseason and last. Moving on to the Royals, they're going to be in the number three spot because they've got a good young team as like the White Sox, and they do have some free agents who they signed this offseason, like Mike Miner and Carlos Santana. Next is going to be the Cleveland Baseball Club which recently changed their name from the Cleveland Indians. They're going to be fourth instead of second or first because they have sold all of their a lot of their good players off in the past for a few years, like Corey Kluber and Francisco Lindor, and they just don't have enough good players to compete next year. The last team in the AL Central is going to be the Detroit Tigers. The Tigers are a young team, but a team with not a ton of players who are MLB ready. They also have some bad contracts, such as Miguel Cabrera, although Jordan Zimmerman's contract did come off the books this offseason, which is definitely a good thing for the, for the Detroit Tigers. Moving on to the American League West. The best team in the American League West next year is going to be the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros are definitely a very good team, although they did cheat in 2017 and possibly 2018. They've got a lot of good players, although Carlos Correa is going to be a free agent after the season. Moving on to the A's, they're going to be in the second spot in the AL West, mainly because they're a good team that is good at developing young talent. They don't have any star players, except for Matt Olson and Matt Chapman. And they just don't have a ton of good hitters who can carry a team. 
This is probably why I'm putting them in the second spot instead of the first, which goes to the Astros. The Astros have some hitters who can carry a team and be a three or four hitter on a contending team, and the A's just don't have a ton of guys who can be that type of hitter. Moving on to the third spot, that's going to be the Angels. They've been doing a ton lately to try to improve their team and especially their pitching, but all they've been doing is just signing third or fourth starters and signing very, very good hitters. And you can only get so far with great hitters. But they do have great hitters, and that's why they're getting third instead of fourth or fifth. They have Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, David Fletcher, Justin Upton, and even more guys who can be very good hitters on a contending team. Moving on to the fourth spot, that's going to be the Seattle Mariners. The Seattle Mariners are a very good young team who I did a team overview of in my last episode. They're a good young team, but they don't have any hitters that can carry a team besides Kyle Lewis. The Texas Rangers seem like they're trying to rebuild since they traded Elvis Andrews to Chris Davis. And that just seems like a move where they're trying to take on more money now so that they'll have more payroll flexibility in a couple of years when they really want to contend. Moving on to the National League. Starting out in the National League is going to be the National League East, which is probably going to be the toughest division, as the National League West has, does, does have some good teams, but every single team in the East is going to compete for a playoff spot. Starting off with the Braves. The Braves are a very good team with a lot of good young players. That's one. If a team has a lot of good young players, I'm going to put them close to the top of their division, just because that's a team that can be very good this year and in the future. The Braves have Mike Soroka and Max Fried, who can both be an ace on a contending staff, and that just seems like too much to be able to lose to the Mets. The Mets are a good team, but they just don't have a ton of great homegrown players like the other teams in the division do. The Mets do have some really good free agents, though, as they got James McCann this offseason. They also have Pete Alonso and Dominic Smith, who are probably their top, some of their top hitters. They traded for Francisco Lindor this offseason, too, which means they probably will get a playoff spot next year. Moving on to the third team, that's going to be the Miami Marlins. The Miami Marlins are a good team, but although they did well last year, they're probably not going to be able to replicate that this year. The Nationals won a World Series a couple years ago, but they weren't great last year, and they just don't have a ton of great players besides Juan Soto and Max Scherzer. The last team in that division is going to be the Philadelphia Phillies. They keep trying to spend money and plug up all the positions that they don't have filled, but that's just not a great recipe for success, as they can't seem to draft well. Moving on to the National League Central. That's one of, probably going to be one of the weakest, if not the weakest, division in the major leagues. Starting there is going to be the Cardinals. The Cardinals have made some moves to make their team better this offseason, like trading for Nolan Arenado and re-signing two of their top players. But it's just not, it's just, it wouldn't be enough to win another division, but it's probably going to be enough to win the National League Central. The second team is going to be the Brewers. They've got some good young players like Christian Yelich, even though he did not play well last, last, last season, but they're just not good enough to win a division. The next team is going to be the Reds, who seem like the Phillies of the National League Central, as they try to spend a lot of money, even though their farm-grown players are not ready for the major leagues.
Moving on is going to be the Cubs. The Cubs would probably have gotten second or first had they not made a ton of trades this offseason, trading away all their best players. This just doesn't seem like a team that can win a division or even get second or third. Moving on is going to, to the last spot in the division is going to be the Pirates. The Pirates are a very, very bad team. They don't really have anybody who could be on a contending staff, and they just don't have any hitters that can really hit well next year. Moving on to the National League West is going to be the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're definitely winning the division as they signed Trevor Bauer this offseason, and they won the World Series last year. So there's no debating that they're going to be the best, if not the one of the best, if not the best team in the National League. Moving on is definitely going to be the Padres. The Padres are definitely getting a wild card spot just because they made a ton of trades. They did the opposite of what the Cubs did. They turned from a good team into a great team this offseason. Moving on to the third spot is going to be the Giants. The Giants are a good team, but not a great one, as Alex Dickerson is one of their best hitters, and that's just not... He's just not as good of a hitter as you want hitting in the third or fourth spot. The next they've next team is the Diamondbacks. The Arizona Diamondbacks are a good team normally, but they just haven't been able to get the players that they've signed to hit or pitch well. The last team in that division is probably going to be the Rockies, as they just don't have a ton of great players after trading away Nolan Arenado. Thank you for listening, and hopefully you're able to catch the next episode of Baseball Explained.